Good evening, folks. This is going to be the second episode of Investigation Climate. Uh, there's a couple of places I posted that is Investigating Climate. Mistake of mine, but I will own it. Uh, let me go ahead and get this going for the live stream here so uh, people on YouTube can watch. It's going to take just a second here. Uh, so today we're going to talk about the Arctic. Um, I'm Google still loading up. <laughs> Hang on. Uh, we're gonna talk about the Arctic. I've seen a lot of um, I've seen a lot of articles and stuff come out about how the Arctic is melting. We have uh, record record levels of uh, you know, um, uh, death heat waves and uh, droughts and all this stuff. Uh, it's summer, folks. It's, it's what happens. It gets hot. I could end the video there. Is the Arctic melting today? We'll get into that a little bit further, but the sh the very short answer is yes, of course it is. It's summer, folks. During the last ice age, the the temperature only uh and I'm trying to get this uh All right, I just got it going for um for Google. Here, let me share my screen so they can see. Okay, there we go. Uh, boom and boom. All right, so let's start here at the beginning. Um, <clears throat> the short answer is, and for you people on YouTube that's just chiming in, uh, we're going to talk about the uh, the Arctic uh, uh, ice melt. I'm doing air quotes right now, but um, short answer is, yeah, yeah, it is melting. It it's absolutely melting. It's summer. During the last ice age, the temperatures were, and I'm talking about the last ice age, not many ice age, not the one that happened in the late 1600s, 17, 1800s, not whenever it got so cold in 1812 that trees in southern Alabama were exploding because the, the tree sap was, was, was frozen. I'm not talking about that, no, no, folks. I'm talking about, and that was just from the Maunder Minimum. That was caused by the sunspot levels falling to an all-time low. And it just got cold as all get out. Now, <clears throat> uh, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the last ice age, the last major glaciation. Um, the temperatures, really, you know, depending on where you were, six, seven, eight degrees colder than what they are now. And I'm not talking about the, 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 the equator, although there is some evidence that suggests that as well. But I'm talking about, you know, let's say 100 miles south of... Portland, Oregon, six degrees colder than what it is now. You can live in that, but I. But all that means is, is that if it's ninety-six degrees now today, when we're we're supposed to be in the hottest time ever, and air quotes, all that means is, is that whenever it does, we do go into an ice age in August, it's going to be ninety degrees. That's still hot. Like it, summers don't stop just because you go. The sun does not stop just because you're going to an ice age. Like it still gets hot. It it still very much so gets hot. Period. There's no way to get around that. It's still going to get hot. Uh, and for some of you guys that were that tuned in on YouTube, um, you missed about a minute, minute and a half there. Uh, that that will be on the podcast. It'll be on Apple in about 12 hours, maybe 24. Um. They keep giving me issues with trying to put podcasts out. Like they'll they'll deny them, and then I have to send them an email, 
and uh, it's like a back and forth thing, and then they'll be like, oh, uh, due to our error, we're making your podcast live now, blah, 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 whatever. I think it's just their computer blocking it because... I don't. I don't want to get into conspiracies, but anyway, let's let's get started on this today because I like. I'm, nobody in the media really pushes back against this ridiculous agenda to say that the the the, the Earth is going to explode because it's warming so quickly. Oh my god! Oh my god! We're all going to die! All right. Well, look, North Atlantic anomaly. Oh my god! Look at that. Since April, it's gotten colder. Hmm. How can that be explained? And note, most of these charts are going to be in Celsius, which, you know, a one degree Celsius drop is more than that in Fahrenheit. I'm not exactly sure what it equates to if I had my uh, little trusty high school uh, analytical book that I could just whip the equation out of. I, I, didn't, I burned all that stuff. I didn't keep it. That was 11 years ago. But let's, let's move on. All right, so I got this here. This is just a four-month forecast. Um, there's a few things that catch my attention. The biggest one is look at the absence of most of the red. Um, now, in setting up for this podcast, I didn't have the time to. Um, and I'm sorry if uh, for the iTunes people, we're looking at graphs right now um, of uh, North America of a four-month forecast of temperatures and for the most part we're seeing a lot of blue here like look here folks if I click on this and um, let's see so this would be for May alright so May dark deep red over the United States after that it pretty much goes away folks I mean, we're talking about peach colors to white which is no no warming whatsoever to a lot of blue a lot of blue and I want you to the reason I'm showing you this is because I want you to show very close attention to Greenland it's absolute the darkest blue that you could have on this chart right so it's uh, let's see negative nine degrees it's it's nine degrees below average this that's crazy folks that it's that's that's insane I'm going to get to that in just a minute. So, I just wanted to show show this as a reference. But let's go to uh, let's get out of that tab here. No, actually, I'll keep this tab, so I'll post it in the YouTube. I'm going to put all the links in the YouTube's. Um, so this is where I wanted to get started. I showed this in the first video. I I talked about a lot of stuff in the first video, and the first podcast and stuff. And so what I I wanted to um, to come back and be able to kind of break it down point by point I, I plan on I pl what I plan on doing is hitting every uh, topic in further detail than what I did on the first podcast in the, in the first YouTube video and then I'm gonna once I get that out so where I've got videos that explain each one breaking them down then I'm gonna I'm gonna come back and do daily updates and hit each one of those topics very shortly unless something big happens like you know a volcanic explosion which I think we're gonna cover one of them that's going on it, it, it's very possibly going on but so this article right here Arctic volcanoes found active at unprecedented depths so this is an article that I covered June 26 2008 National Geographic News basically it talks about the seismic activity going on in the Gackle Ridge 
Now, this is a ridge that I will point in on the map, but if you're looking at the globe with America Center, all right, so you're looking at the map with America Center. Let's go back to... Uh, none of these are going to show it, but we'll, I, w- I will have a map of it, but I want to try to explain it a little bit for our podcast listeners. Um, so there's a very active volcano range that's roughly 1,200 miles long, insane amount of links, and it's north by northwest, no, excuse me, north by northeast of Greenland, and it sits there, and it just constantly pumps out. Look, here, look in this article right here. Powerful ex- powerful eruption sent a plume of carbon dioxide, helium, and liquid lava up into the Arctic waters when the material cooled rock debris fell to the ocean floor. Hmm. Interesting. Now, I'm going to show you a... Gr- nobody really connects these dots. Just like in Antarctica, they're saying that the western ice, uh, ice sheet is melting. There's, na- there's like 98 active volcanoes underneath the western, but every single else, every other single place in Antarctica, the, it's growing at rapid rates, folks, which is something I'm going to get to with, with, with Greenland as well, because we're talking about the Arctic today. So let's go to the Wikipedia page for the Gackle Ridge. There's a lot of stuff going on here, and there's even a picture of um, a lava that they pulled back, cooled lava they pulled back up from the ocean floor from the Gackle Ridge. Here's the uh, map I was talking about. So here's Greenland over here to the bottom. And for uh, the podcast listeners, uh, you'll have to refer to the YouTube video for this one. But so here's the Gackle Ridge right here. This is a very this is very important. Remember where this is because we're gonna we're gonna talk about this um, uh, in a further uh, slide. It's not a slide, but you know what I'm saying. All right. So uh, this is something I wanted to bring up. So Starting here, in 2007, Woods Hole Oceanographic Institution conducted the Arctic Gackle Vents Expedition, which made some unanticipated discoveries, including the unsolicited fragmented pyroclastic volcano deposits that cover the axial valley of the ridge, whose area is greater than 10 kilometers squared. These suggest volatile substances in concentrations 10 times those of magmas of normal mid-ocean ridges. So basically, folks, what we're talking about here is volcanoes that are underneath the surface that you can't see without like super special equipment. And they're 10 times more powerful and 10 times stronger than any volcano that we found underneath the ocean to this day. Which is frightening in itself, but there's also some studies that came out of the University of Oregon that said that there's an estimation between 75,000 and uh, 100,000 volcanoes underneath the ocean that are currently erupting. What? What? Okay, moving on. Elevated earthquake earthquake activity, possible steam explosion at Great Sitkin Volcano. Alright, so I, I put this here just because it's not very important as far as like an affecting uh, human health. Um, there's, I don't think, I think the only people that are at, um, oh wait, no, Sitkin. Oh, I was thinking about the Aleutian Islands. Okay, this is Sitka. Wait, no, that is one of the Aleutian Islands. Oh, I was thinking of Atka. Either way, the reason I brought this article up is because um, if this thing goes off, with it being so close to the uh, um, the Arctic ice sheet, 
it definitely could um, add to the cooling effect. I mean, it's it's uncontroversial, and the more and more I do this, and the more I sit here and talk about, uh, uh, um, you know, gl- climate change, which is real, by the way, folks. It's just going to get colder, not hotter. Um, the more I talk about it, the more articles and stuff I want to pull up. But I, 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 I'm not going to let myself do that because I'll just go down a rabbit hole, and this this thing will end up being three hours long. Maybe in the future we will do that. Maybe we'll we'll sit down, we'll go live, and we'll have like a three hour long um, uh, happening, so to speak. But uh, so anyway, um, and by the by the way, folks, I'm not looking at my. Actually, I probably should just do that. Open up a, a, a link so I can see if anybody's trying to comment. Um, probably not. The the channel's pretty new. Yeah. So. Uh, let's see, moving on to the next one. So, just before I go off of that, there's there's a lot of evidence to suggest that when volcanoes go off, they cool the earth. I mean, everybody knows that. And like, for example, um, I mean, they. I remember watching um uh, videos of 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 uh, uh Yellowstone going off like in a cinematic, uh, cinematic, Jesus, cinematic video that was made in like O2 by BBC. Um, talking about Yellowstone going off, and we'd go into like a nuclear vol- uh, a nuclear winter, which is true. We really would. We really. I mean, if, if but I don't think Yellowstone's going to go off just because there's not a lot of indications for it. But what I do think that could possibly happen, because if you refer back to the first um, video that I did, I, I put in links that um, uh, uh, increased cosmic rays, and I, I, I talked about why we have increased cosmic rays. Um, with you know the sun activity going down the magnetosphere weakening that it it increases volcanic activity um what i think is that yellowstone's not going to go off and the reason i think that is because if it does we're screwed regardless and then uh, we just human society is going to go back to the stone ages but i think that it's going to be a lot of small volcanoes go off hundreds or thousands of them that's going to go off in the next two or three years that will plunge the the earth into an even colder period of time. Um, there's a lot of evidence to evidence to suggest that um, uh, V VI five or VI six volcanoes uh, went off during the Little Ice Age and made it even worse, which I think was like 1812. Put us into the 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 year with no summer. I, I, that was you know all the links to that stuff in the first video. And I will get back to that in the future too. I'm just trying to stick to the Arctic. Um, this was just me doing a little a little YouTube search. Um, this guy, I don't even know. Um, uh, I don't know who this guy is. Zachary Labe. Um, I'm here at uh, UCI EDU. Um, I was looking for Arctic temperatures, and he very clearly shows here. Uh, there's this bell curve, and that the daily Arctic temperature we're right on top of the average. I remember. I remember back in February of 2018, this year whenever the temperature shot up for some reason and I have, I have speculation as to why but at this point it's just speculation so I'm not gonna not gonna talk about it but it shot way up normal than average the first thing though is that it was still eight to ten degrees below freezing and the second thing is it very sharply dropped right back down to the 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 multi-decadal average and it, it we're right on top of the average just like normal just where we should be but there was no news articles covering that. So you think they would be like, oh my God, holy crap, it's burning up, it's melting, we're all gonna die. Oof. Never mind, folks. 
Oh, it dropped back down to normal. We're good. Oh, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Nope. There was no articles about that. They released articles saying that we're going to die in a fiery fireball, and then that's it. That's it. They don't cover the rest of it. They just say, global warming's real. Give us all your money and tax dollars. And if you say that it doesn't exist, you're stupid, and and you're retarded, and you're uh, a Republican that's racist. They always go back. That's always about race. It's always fucking about race. I swear. All right, so... Um, Arctic freezing day, degree days. Uh, we're still right there on average, folks. Um, Arctic anomalies, we're still right there. Uh, thawing degree days, we're still right there. Arctic temperatures, all right, so I, I did bring up one thing that I will get to, but this is so disingenuous because they start this graph back in, 19, in the late 1950s when it was cold, folks. It was cold. And they're showing this graph where just this, oh my God, explosive activity. It just, we're so hot. We're going to die. We're going to burn up. All right, look, I'm going to show you some more. So let's just go forward because look at this. This right here, and for folks that can't see this, this is, this is a graph of sea ice thickness in the Arctic, June 13th, 2018. Folks, this stuff is five meters thick from the geographic North Pole all the way over to Russia. You're not getting through there anytime soon. That's, what, I mean, what is that? Uh, th uh, nine, um, so what, 12 feet or more? 12 feet tall? Like you're, you're, not get, you're not getting through this. All the purple is the stuff that's melting, but I want you to see the Hudson Bay still frozen. Um, this right here is five meters thick. So, so what I was talking about earlier is like four point five. This is five meters thick, and that's in Canada. Like what? What? Oh my God, folks! Like this. This is crazy. The Arctic. We have way more Arctic sea ice this time this year than we did like. I'll, hang on. Let me see if this. I'm gonna push this three sixty five button. Let's see if it won't take me back to uh, of what it was last year. Sometimes it takes a second. It's like this website's a little slow. This is DMI, the Danish Meteorological Institute. They're about the only uh, mass. Um, so people that are listening to this in a podcast, when you get home or when you get to wherever you're going, see it just changed. See how it changed there? See how it was much thinner this time last year? Much thinner. Um, I'm gonna go back to that. But the guys, the people that are listening to this at home, uh, guys and girls, um, um. This is the Dana, Danish Meteorological Institute. They're, they're one of the only um, mainstream media companies I found that are honest, and I think it's because they they own and control the continent of uh, Greenland, or not the continent, obviously, but the uh, the, the the country, the island. Um, and uh, they release these things all the time. They stay very on top of it. So you see that like, I, I really do. Would want the people that are listening to this on a podcast, I want you to listen to this and. Uh, go home and look, watch the video. If you want to, just skip forward until you get to the part where uh, it's talking about sea ice thickness. But um, we're we have way way more ice than we had last year. On the graph, you're going to see like a small change in colors, but those small changes in colors can literally be billions of tons worth of new ice. And so we're going to talk here because I'm going to pull this graph up and I'm going to zoom into it. And the reason I said that was billions of tons and stuff. So look. As this loads real quick, I guess my girlfriend's watching, uh, she's watching Netflix right now. Um, 
so we're on the we're the black line and we've already surpassed 2015 16 17 as far as sea ice thickness we've already passed 2014 which is the coldest year on the, the coldest year on this record and we've already passed the 2004 to 2013 average uh, I predict if you can see this I predict it's going to stay above 2014 and it's going to come in somewhere over here and meet the average back around late October. And look, folks, I don't know why it took me so long to start this channel, but just talking about all this Arctic stuff, I've been following the sunspots and all this stuff for a long time. And um, I told my friends last year, they, you know, they live in Mobile, Alabama, and uh, it never, it very, very rarely ever snows there. Which, by the way, it's we've had hail three times in the past week. Which is extremely unheard of, but I told them last uh, I told them last summer um, around July I was like, "It's gonna snow, and if it does snow, it's gonna snow twice. The second time won't be as bad, but it's gonna snow this year." And if you if you guys all remember, all fifty states had snow uh, last year, and it did snow in Mobile. We got a lot of snow too. It was for Mobile, it was like just over an inch in some places, which I know for a lot of you that's not nothing, but. I think I picked the wrong time of month to start this channel too because now it's hot outside. Nobody's really looking for these kind of videos. <laughs> but, you know, it's historical records, so they'll go back and they'll see it. And if I keep updating and everything, you know. So, what I wanted to get at is that um, I wonder if this is here. Uh, Greenland enters 2017, adding extraordinary amounts of ice and snow. Way above the normal, folks. And this is an article from 2017. The reason I wanted to show you that first is because this is the current amount of uh, melt that we have which is actually less than the 1981 to 2010 average uh, and for your podcast listeners this is something that you really do have to look at I, I can't really explain most of it just to let you know that the western side of Greenland always experiences melt which is another reason why um, what is it Nanyavik or whatever it is or Nunvuk the capital of Greenland is on the western side because it's for the most part snow and glacier free um, but if you if you look at this map uh, the northern side of Greenland doesn't really experience a lot of melt it has some in the northwest corner but the 1981 to 2010 average has a ton of melt and by ton I mean in comparison but there's none uh, in 2018 and in fact there's an exceptional rate of glacier growth look at this what is that 24 what, what's the measurement here the average surface mass today's count um I'm trying to figure out what it was at 36 uh, millimeters at 36 meters is at 36 inches it doesn't say here unless i'm just trying to you know breeze over this too fast but there is an exceptional amount of new glacier growth going on in greenland right now and uh we're still above average and we're somewhere around what is that three gigatons a day that's insane um let me go down further this right here is showing current ice melt and they tried to say by going up uh, back in may that we went way up with the ice melt but it's doing it's already right now doing a very sharp curve back down and I kind of I kind of briefly touched this on the first uh, video. I was on a time constraint then. I was using some different um, applications, but uh, the reason there's more ice melting this year is because 
there's more ice to melt and we're going to get to that as we get to the below so if you look at this this is another this is one of the articles i showed in my first video but it's very important here i want i want you to remember it because like i said the western side usually has melt and the more ice that you have that's compacted onto the top of the middle of the ice shelf that never melts it pushes it down and then outwards into the melting zones now i do predict here in the future as you've seen the the north side that has uh, stopped melting and started regaining ice a lot of ice i mean this blop right here is serious gigatons serious i do predict in the future however that uh this western side of it is going to um it's it's going to slowly get to where it doesn't melt and then probably within 10 years it's going to um start adding it won't melt anymore uh let's move on to the next thing um this is ice core data from we've we talked about this on the first one but i touched it so briefly this is talking about the sun the melanic event cycles and temperature they 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 follow pretty closely co2 data co2 is guys it's it's a greenhouse gas but it's less than i, I think it's it's it's, incre it's incredibly low and it's not at historical highs it's been higher before in the past this graph here shows it we're at 270 right now it's been 300 in the past it's been 280 it's plant food folks now look when, when i'm telling you this you know people always say uh uh, oh, so you're 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 for damaging the climate? And all that. No, 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 no. I want people to stop dumping plastic into the oceans. I want people to stop uh, poisoning um, uh, the, uh, uh, the rivers and 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 killing animals and ki like needlessly and stuff like that. I want that to stop. But CO two in itself is not a harmful gas. In fact, uh, since we've started uh, having satellite data from the 70s that came into color images um, we've noticed a sharp uptick in how green vegetation has gotten since then because of the rise of CO2 and I don't think it's because of man-made anything it's because the the earth got hotter from the 70s we had a the the Sun dipped into a very low amount of solar activity in the 70s and it got it got a lot colder um, and then uh, uh, since the 70s it's done nothing but get hotter what happens is you know co2 is a gas when the oceans get warmer they release more co2 as the planet starts to get cool down again they start absorbing that co2 back and it works on a cycle like the 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 hotter it gets the more it puts out the colder it gets the more it brings in and people are saying well yeah but the ipcc the inner what is that interplanetary uh something climate change or whatever interplanetary government interplanetary government climate change i don't even really care their their articles mean nothing to me but the reason i say that is because they say that the sun has very little to minimal uh um active oh, not activity but uh uh, responsibility for climate change and it's like are you freaking kidding me are you serious then why does the temperature drop 30 degrees at nighttime oh that's right because the sun went down very simple folks what would happen if the sun didn't shine for a day hmm yeah it would get really cold we all know this I saw an article about a, uh, about two weeks ago that said that geothermal activity accounts for like l less than two percent of uh, uh, heat irradiance. 
It's insane, folks. It's insane. Uh, Cape Britain sees snow in June. Hmm. Just the second snowfall for Cape Britain in the month for 43 years, says Environment Canada. That's insane. Look at that moose and the little, little, little baby. The little baby. But no, this, folks, I mean, come on. This is what this comes down to. It is not supposed to be snowing in June anywhere unless it's a very high eleva elevation. Or the, obviously above the Arctic Circle. Possibility of snow for Conquilla Highway between Kamloops and Merritt. Oh, Canada. Oh, Canada. Sorry, folks. Yeah. Sucks. It is hot in Canada in some places right now. I could show you that on Ventusky. Look. I got a lot of warmth in the middle. But I wanted to show you this because... Uh, yeah, folks. It's hot. It's June. <laughs> you can't get around that. People's like, it's so freaking hot in Alaska right now. No, it's not. It's 65 degrees over here. The warmest spot is 72. It's not hot. Not to mention, during the last ice age, most of Alaska was glacier-free. Most of it was. Uh, which, you know, made it possible for the Native Americans to walk across the land bridge. And then there's like this, the continental divide where the, the mountains run through Canada, there's like this, there was like this little gap where the glaciers, instead of being three miles high in the sky, you know, they were able to climb up on top of that and follow it all the way down to the North America, uh, to, well, to America and South America eventually on so and so forth. But I want you to notice, look at this huge anomaly over Greenland right now. Negative two, five, six, boom. So this is this western side where we're talking about we have all this melt. Yeah, it's because the temperatures in the high 30s, low 40s. We're also having a, a very slow melt here. But for the most part, it's just freaking cold in, in Greenland, man. And the, the, uh, Ventusky doesn't really dive too much into um, the... Uh, the Arctic um, ice sheet, but something I want you guys to remember: during the summertime, the sun virtually does not even go down on the Arctic. So when you see articles and all this stuff about it melting and it's uh, people are dying, polar bears are exploding, like no, folks, it's summer. This is what happens when the when our part of the Earth that we live on, the little pale blue dot, decides that it wants to tilt a little bit more more forward towards the sun yeah yeah it's gonna get hotter it's what happens just because we're, we're getting colder overall on average just because uh, sea levels are going down sea temperatures are going down it doesn't mean that it's not gonna be hot folks but the reason the main reason I started this channel is because I want you guys to know this is that yes with all this going on it's hot and it's going to get cold. But that's the reason I started is because it's going to get really cold this year. If you live anywhere in the eastern part of the country, anywhere above, uh, say, Birmingham, Alabama, or just say Alabama. If you live Tennessee and north, get ready now. You need to get out there and start chopping down your firewood, buying food, buying supplies, buying whatever. Whatever you can, saving up your money to pay for the extraordinarily high power and gas bills that you guys are going to have during the winter, it's going to get freaking cold. We're going to hit huge records. Green Bay smashed records last year, and they're going to do it again this year. 
it is going to be freaking cold folks get ready and prepare yourself I'm gonna go ahead and stop sharing this uh, this YouTube thing uh, I think you guys can still hear my voice um, you should be able to uh, yeah you can still hear my voice um, but really that's it folks just uh, don't don't pay attention to any of the nonsense um, uh, and and the main you know main takeaway is do your own like do your own um, um, study uh, um, do your own research do your own um, uh, yeah lost word there kind of went mumbling for a second oh wow brain fart right at the end of, it's a perfect time to do it because I'm gonna end it anyway <laughs> alright guys uh, by the way if you guys want to know what the uh, not for the YouTube people but for the podcast people if you want to know what the song was um, I'm gonna put the link in the YouTube description, but the song is a song that me and uh, one of my friends we, we made a band in like 2010 or whatever, and that was one of our first music video songs that we ever had. Uh, but yeah, guys, it's called uh, "Excuses by Surmise." So um, everyone, stay safe out there, and until next time, we'll put out episode two or episode three. Excuse me.